and welcome to the Practically Positive podcast. Join me as I chat all things positivity, perspective and purpose. In this podcast, I share my story and the ways I shifted my focus to look at life through a different lens. And I invite us all to talk about those conversations that are often hard to start on subjects that are still thought of as taboo, but shouldn't be. And I want to look at these topics and get talking. Along the way, I will show you ways to have a more positive mindset with tips and tools that you can use to consciously retrain your subconscious brain. And I'll also be chatting with guests who will share their thoughts on my life experiences and at looking at things from a different perspective and how they've changed their lives too. So hit subscribe to listen along and let's get talking. So I wanted to share a little bit about me and what I do before I get started. I'm Sarah Jane. I am a mindset mentor and empowerment coach. I will help you retrain your subconscious brain to live a more positive life. I do this through one-to-one sessions, through workshops, and I have recently qualified as a firework instructor and empowerment coach, where I will help you put the power of self-belief into action. So watch out for me chatting more about my amazing arrow breaks. I use tools from my NLP coaching, along with other skills that I have picked up along the way to help you have the tools in your toolbox to live your life your way. Well, hello and welcome to my podcast. This has been something I have wanted to do for a very, very long time. I am so, so excited to finally share it with you. So I'm going to start by telling you, I guess, a little bit of my story um, and the reason I'm doing the podcast. I, as I said in my little intro, if you've listened, hit a point in my life where I just felt really, really lost and couldn't see a way out. And for me, that was terrifying. I had always been somebody whose glass was half full, who could see the silver lining, and even in those difficult times could find the strength to be able to face all the things that life threw at me, which over the coming weeks I will chat about. But to then get to a place where I had lost that self-confidence, had lost that just knowing who I was, just knowing who is Sarah Jane was terrifying. And it, it reached a point where my hair was falling out, I was hallucinating, and I'd really gotten quite poorly and realised I had to do something about this. Um, and couldn't go on living the way I was. And it almost felt like I was watching somebody else go through the motions of my life and thinking, who is this person and why are they behaving like that? Because that isn't the way I used to feel and that isn't the way I used to behave. So now, how how is this happening? It was really, really scary. And I'm very grateful that I 
had the courage to get help. Um, I didn't for a long time share with those close to me um, what was going on and just how bad it had got. Um, but once I did, the support and the encouragement was just phenomenal. And I urge anybody else that feels similar to just find somebody to reach out to because there is support and there is help out there. And once I got that, it wasn't easy. It was a difficult, you know, slog. And again, I will come and share some of those stories of some of the ridiculous things that I have done over the time um, to be able to step back and take back control. Um, but I did it and I came out the other side and I came out stronger and braver and much more confident than I ever thought I possibly could. And so I quite often say now that I want my journey to be somebody else's roadmap. I want to share those lessons that I had that will help you navigate through whatever the difficult situation that you find yourself in right now and hopefully help you avoid some of the pitfalls and some of the obstacles that I did or even just to give you that help and hand over those because sometimes we have to go through those things we have to experience the obstacles and the challenges to learn the lessons but actually if you've got somebody giving you a hand just makes it a little bit easier to face so I hope you will listen along and let's get talking I shall start at the beginning because as the song says that is a very good place to start and I guess life always will throw us challenges and put us into situations which over time will define who we are and who we become and the challenge is to not let what happened to us define who we are and who we become but actually that's really difficult to do and um, we become our stories and I am going to over the coming weeks share lots of my stories with you and hopefully they will resonate and you will see that there are ways to rewrite that story. So my story begins when I was five and the marriage of my parents broke down. Now, only really until very recently did I realise just how much of an effect that had on decisions I'd made about my life way, way before I was even aware that I was making decisions about my life or making these expectations, putting these expectations on myself of what my life would look like, what my family would look like. So it was almost 40 years ago, give my age away there, it was almost 40 years ago. And back then, for all it's not that long ago, um, you know, families didn't separate as often as they do today. It wasn't as commonplace um, for families to, to separate and from, from, you know, for parents to be um, living in separate houses and co-parenting. Um, and it certainly was very unheard of for the children to stay with the father. But that is what happened to me and my little brother. And one of my first memories as a child is the morning I woke up and mum wasn't there and grandma was getting us ready to school. Dad had had to go off to work. 
and my grandma was there getting us ready for school. And I don't remember at the time, and I guess I don't remember for a lot of years, that having a huge impact because children are really adaptable. They just take the situation at face value and say, all right, this is what is happening. Um, and I didn't see my mum for a, a, a number of years after that. Um, and then we would have weekend visits and we would see it, holidays and things like that. And I now can see that back then, something deep inside my subconscious, really, really deep inside that I was very unaware of, had made this decision or registered this thought that, right, my family won't look like this. I won't come from this um, broken home, they used to call it, which is the most awful term, awful term. But that's what it was called back then. And like I say, at the time, none of that registered with me. I had the best childhood. I had amazing grandparents. Um, and I wanted for nothing. I was absolutely loved. I was totally encouraged. And I didn't really think that it had any sort of detrimental effect on me. And that's right up until my teens. You know, if you'd ever asked, I would always have said that I didn't, I would never wish that they'd stay together because they obviously weren't meant to be together as a couple. What I didn't ever understand and spent years and years trying to work out and process and make sense of was that mum walked away from me and my brother and for me I just couldn't I couldn't figure it out at that point I wasn't a mum but I came from a very big family uh, I'm one of like 20 odd cousins there's millions of us and um always had I'm the second eldest of all of the cousins and I always had that kind of mothering role, you know, when I had little cousins, I would love to kind of, you know, cuddle them and, and play with them. Like, and I'd have them always like real life dolls. Um, always knew, always, always knew what to be a mum. I was never one of these girls that dreamed of getting married. You know, some girls would put the tea towel on their head or you know, wear the big dress and imagine what it would be like to get married one day and have a wedding. I never did. And I don't know whether that was something to do with the fact that my parents' marriage had broken down or not. Um, again, it was never a conscious thought of that, but I always knew from a very early age that I wanted to be a mum, that I wanted my own children. Um, and I think what happened was, like I say, somewhere in that, trying to work out or process how mum could have stepped away from us because I absolutely get that if you're not with the right person staying with them for children is not the right thing to do at all that's totally not acceptable um but I could never well, I could never understand her then not being around us and it took me a long long time a long long time to just have to finally say I have to just accept it one, it's not my place to understand it. That is what she did at the time. That is what she felt she needed to do. And actually, me understanding or having an explanation doesn't change what happened. It won't reverse back in time and make her be there 
um, it, it was what happened. And I just had to accept it. And you know, actually the power in just accepting that and thinking, I don't need to figure this out. I don't need a reason. Um, it doesn't need to be justified. And just taking it at face value and thinking it isn't what I would have done, but it's what she did. And at the time she felt that was the best decision for her and for us was a huge weight off, an absolute weight off to know that, look, that's, that is what happened. And I think from that point on, I was able to look at that relationship in a very different way. My mum and I, for a long time, have had a very unconventional mother-daughter relationship. Um, and I will come to that in, in another episode. That's the one in its own. But from all of that, and from always trying to sort of have this wondering, um, I somewhere deep inside, like I say, had this ridiculous expectation that I put on myself to say, I will never do that to my children. These imaginary children that I don't have yet. I will never do that. I will never um, leave them and not be around and, and all of those things. Um, and it was just deep rooted in me as like I say, this absolutely ridiculous expectation that I had put on myself. Um, and so, fast forward many, many years later, um, and I had a huge, huge amount of trouble having my little boys in IVF, um, little angel, bless them. Um, and it took a long time, it took five years and a lot, a lot of being very unwell and a lot of upset to get to that point and to be able to have them. And I think all children are absolutely precious, of course they are, but having to go through what I did and what we did as a family to get them, of course made them all the more precious. But that then put this extra ridiculous pressure on myself to have this family, this perfect in inverted commas family that of course is impossible because there is no such thing as perfect um even mary poppins was only practically perfect in every way um and i hold on to that now i know i laugh and i, I quite often make a nod to her but i do hold on to that it is impossible there is no such thing as perfect and i had to really really look at what that then meant to me as a mum and to us as a family and again, in one of the future episodes, I will talk about the dynamic of what I now have as my family and how that story has played out and how I had to really work hard to rewrite what that story looked like. Because unfortunately, my marriage did break down, but I hung on for far too long because I was trying to live out this story that I had written for myself and for us. It was never going to be something that I could live up to. But the reason I talk about it now, and the reason I've started with that, is because it is possible to rewrite those stories. It is possible to still have what we want, it just doesn't always look how we would expect it to. So I hope you will join me. 
as I come to my stories over the next few episodes and share a little bit of my life and how I now look at the world. If any of the topics we talk about touch you or strike a nerve, please, please reach out. My contact information is always in the show notes. I hope you will listen along. Let's get talking.